0: Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us identify and navigate the guideposts given by the divine in our lives. This is the 80th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, Let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. Man relies on three things in this life, three things by which God is worshipped, and we are helped, protected, and saved. The first is the use of man's natural reason. The second is the general teaching of holy church. The third is the gracious inner working of the Holy Ghost. And these three are all from one God. God is the origin of our natural reason. And God is the teaching of Holy Church. And God is the Holy Ghost. And these are distinct gifts, which he wants us to observe carefully and pay attention to. For they are always at work in us. Bringing us to God. And they are very important things which he wants us to know about here, as well as we might know the ABCs. That is to say, that we should have a little knowledge here of what we shall know fully in heaven. And that is for our benefit. We know through our Christian faith that God alone took on our human nature, and none but He. And further, that Christ alone performed all the works needed for our salvation, and none but He. And in just the same way, He alone is now carrying out the final task. That is to say, He is living here with us, ruling and governing us in this life, and bringing us to His bliss. And He will do so as long as any soul that will come to heaven is still on this earth and to such an extent that if there were no more than one such soul, he would be with it alone until he had brought it up to his bliss. I believe and understand what the scholars say of the ministration of angels, but I was not shown this, for Christ himself is nearest and humblest, highest and lowest, and does everything. And not only all that we need— but he also does all that brings us glory for our joy in heaven. And where I say that he waits, sorrowing and lamenting, it refers to all the true feelings of contrition and compassion, which we have within ourselves, and all our sorrowing and lamenting for not being united with our Lord. All such feelings which are helpful are Christ within us, And though some of us seldom have such feelings, Christ will never cease to work in this way until he has brought us all out of all our woe. For love never allows him to be without pity. And when we fall into sin and forget him and forget to safeguard our own souls, then Christ alone bears the whole burden. And so he stands, sorrowing and lamenting, Then it is fitting for us, out of reverence and kindness, to turn quickly to our Lord and not leave him alone. He is here for all of us alone. That is to say, he is only here for us. And whenever I am cold toward him through sin, despair, or sloth, then I let my Lord stand alone to the extent of my sin and so do all of us who are sinners. But although it is true that we often do this, His goodness never allows us to be alone. But He is always with us, and He tenderly excuses us, and He always shields us from blame in His eyes. A few chapters back, episode uh, 102 and chapter 77, Julian urges us to ask God if we're not sure how to continue in our journey with him. And here she provides some direction on that score. We're given three things to pay attention to, the brains in our skulls, balanced and tempered with the gathered wisdom, discernment and teaching of God's community, and then the mystical work of the Holy Spirit. When we feel rudderless, perhaps we can lean back on, rely on, come back to these talisman. They may not always be equally present or discernible or loud in our lives, but they are stars and guideposts to seek. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.